Hello and welcome back to Running the Table, a podcast all about running and playing tabletop role-playing games. I'm your host, Keith, and today we'll be following up a little bit more on the discussion we had in our last session. If you didn't listen to it or do not remember, last week we talked a bit about a story called Good Soldiers Follow Orders. And in this story, the DM took quite a bit of agency over the uh, player character's actions away from the player. And so we had a little bit of a discussion about player agency. And I would actually like to just continue that discussion. So for starters, I'd like to give a, a better description of what I mean when I talk about player agency. Player agency is essentially the ability to act independently, to be the one doing a thing, to take on a what is called an agentic role instead of a passive or patient role. Instead of the one that things happen to, an agent is the one who makes things happen. And what this means in the terms as far as players and role-playing games comes into play with letting the players participate. And more than that, it comes into play with uh, letting the players act through their characters. But that's a lot. So when I say player agency, I mean just that. I mean letting the players do actions as their characters. Uh, it is very common that we as dungeon masters or game masters have a story that we want to tell. Now, if we just want to tell it, as I've said before, we just write a book or a blog or publish it somewhere for other people to read. But we're playing a game with other people, which means that they're participating in the story. If we take away their ability to participate in a story, we're taking away their ability to play the game. When you as the DM or the GM decide, no, your character does this, you're essentially saying, you don't get to play the game. I'm playing the game for you, and you're watching me do it. Now, can you see why that might be problematic? So, it's key that we don't take away player agency. But you may be asking, what are some times where I might be tempted to do it? Or how can I get around doing it? Or how can I even catch myself before it happens? It's tricky. You, you need to learn quite a few methods for interacting with people in this kind of a setting. When we are playing a game together, we very much have a desired outcome. Everybody does. You know, as the GM, we may want the players to go to a certain room and find a certain thing because it would just set up a great little plot point. But that's what we want. And not everybody always wants exactly the same thing. That's part of life, and it applies to tabletop role-playing games as well. 
Maybe. Well, you want them to go to a certain room. There's no reason for them to go there. They have no needs, wants, or desires to go there. And so your role as the GM is not necessarily to force them into that room because it would just be so awesome, but to have something awesome for them and then entice them to go towards it. If they choose not to, that's fine. That's what I mean when I talk about player agency. The players can dictate the course that their characters wish to pursue. And while that may mean that certain elements of your story never get fully explored, that is okay. That needs to be something that you, as the person running the game and telling the bulk of this story, are okay with. That's tough, I know. It really is. And it took me a very long time to get okay with that. But ultimately... There's ways around letting loose ends die or anything like that. You can always, say, have the quest continue on in a certain fashion without the player's involvement. And just say, well, you decided not to involve yourself with this, which means that this is the like guaranteed outcome, and it may not be favorable, and it may impact other things. So this is what is meant by player decisions having consequences as well is not necessarily that oh you broke the law you're getting locked up and i'm removing you from the game no that's not the kind of consequence that we tend to want like yes i i understand that in certain instances in certain campaigns the players may need to be locked up and with certain problematic uh, individuals it may be necessi necessary necessary <laughs> it may be necessary to distance yourself from each other and, you know, go your separate ways. And that's also fine. That's just a part of how life evolves. But that's not how you handle player choices. That's not what I mean when I've talked about player consequences in the past. What I mean is the players elected to do a different quest or to go a different route. And that is fine. They have to the decision and the, the choice, the ability to make that choice at their hands. And you as the game master are supposed to encourage them to make those choices and let them follow through on it. If they go away that you do not have planned out, this is where that improvisation skill comes in handy. But if you're just not quite there as far as improvisation, that may be just... A time to say, well, that's great. I, I would love to explore this more, but unfortunately I don't have that planned out. So we can either kind of end the session early or we can play something else or we can look into something else. Uh, giving them that way to say, hey, I want to make this decision. Okay, well, I, I don't have that prepared, but I will have that prepared next session. Still lets them have the agency to make their own decisions and lets you make sure that you've, you've kind of got your bases covered there. I would say that it would be best to have rough plot points for any possible direction, but as we all know, players and their decisions can throw us all for a loop. You may run into a player that is not going to go a way that you imagined they ever would. Rather than go through door one, two, or three, they opt to break down wall four. 
there's nothing much you can do as far as planning about that. And the players should still have the option to try. It may not always succeed, but they should feel comfortable making a choice like that. And if you're denying players the expected, quote-unquote, outcome of a choice that they've made, make sure that there's a reason for it. They try to break down that wall? Well, you know, they can try, and it just... This entire place was made of stone, and we established that long ago. And it's very sturdy, and you're just not strong enough. That's a reasonable outcome. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not the case that every choice is either a good choice or a necessarily possible choice. But we still let the players choose. And though it may be tempting to kind of railroad players into certain plot elements, I have always found that while railroading can be necessary, it's not taking away player choice. When you do it, you need to have that kind of structured plot, so to speak, embedded within the story and the world itself. It is not you telling the player you have to do this. It is an NPC or the world saying you have to do this or else there will be consequences to the character. And even then, the character can still make a decision to say no. And that's fine. That needs to be something that you're okay with. When the players say no, even to a railroaded plot point, you need to listen. And... Maybe that means that the world ends in seven days and they could have stopped it, but they were too busy out chopping down trees because that's exactly what they wanted to do, and that's okay. The world's full of people that make choices to not be heroes. The world's full of people that make choices to not put themselves at risk or into uncomfortable situations, and we shouldn't force them to do so. This holds true to tabletop RPGs. With all of that said, there is another type of agency that I want to discuss. Uh, that's player agency. When we talk about taking away or making sure that choices are available to players, and then they can play it as their character would, or kind of play as they want. And it's only problematic necessarily when a player is not playing along with the rest of the group. That's something that you need to discuss between each other, and it is something that we will discuss a bit later in this podcast, uh, on another episode, of course. But that's all player agency. The other type of agency that comes into play a lot is character agency. So, as I said, one of the ways to railroad, quote-unquote, plots is with essentially taking away character agency to some degree. You say that they have to do this, and 
If they don't, there will be consequences. But they still are technically able to make the choice. Truly taking away character agency is akin to mind control. And there are instances where that is baked into the rules of certain games. Not everybody is comfortable with this concept. I know I have issues with having character agency taken away from me, the player. When my character becomes something that I'm not controlling anymore, whether it's within the rules of the world or whatnot, I have an issue with it. It's, it's not a fun game to play when your character becomes an NPC through the means of something like mind control. That is to say that in certain instances, like in Dungeons & Dragons, there are certain spells such as command, which you speak a word or the enemy speaks a word and anyone who fails a save is required to follow it to the best of their abilities. There are, of course, stipulations to this, like they would not harm themselves or anything of the sort, but it is still actually, in a weird way, agentic. You feel compelled. You are not mind-controlled or anything like that. The DM doesn't just take the character away and play them. But you, as the player, have to then say, okay, well, there's this compulsion that's magically influencing me. I still have the capability to, you know, mess with it. So they may say, sit, but that doesn't mean I have to stop casting spells. So I'm going to sit down and fire a firebolt off at them. And that should be fine. It's when we get into the true full mind control that things get fuzzy and uncomfortable for everybody. But this is just my own perspective on character agency. And character agency connects pretty closely with player agency. So this is a discussion to have with your players if they are okay with essentially the loss of character agency being a part of the world and something that potentially could happen, then you can include it. But you need to have a discussion with your players about this idea of a loss of agency. Many people are not going to be interested in it, especially because loss of character agency inherently means loss of player agency. And as we all know, player agency is something that you should want to preserve. Uh, if you want player agency preserved, you let them take courses as their characters. Ultimately, it is not your place to dictate to a player what their character does or thinks. Your players are in control of their characters. That is the ultimate thing to remember from this episode. Your players are in control of their characters. Thank you for listening to this episode of Running the Table. If you have any questions that you would like to ask me or any of my guests, please 
send them to rttpodcast at gmail.com or send them to Running the Table on either Twitter or Facebook.